I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. On his living arrangement, I'm Neil Augenstein. Hoping that Metro's extension to Dulles is open by Thanksgiving. It's looking very likely. I'm Nick Ainelli. The Terps get a win, and Houston in 18 innings as well. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. The Democrats are working hard to try to hang on to the House and Senate. Here's CBS's Skyler Henry. President Biden wrapped up his West Coast swing with a final stop in Oregon touting his legislative victories, including the Inflation Reduction Act. There's a lot in here that lowers the everyday cost for middle-class families to be able to make it. Mr. Biden's trip caps a four-day stretch where he keyed in on his administration's work so far. As the clock ticks with the midterm elections a few weeks away and power on Capitol Hill hanging in the balance. Police in Stockton, California say they've arrested a man they think killed at least six men in the city. More from KPIX-TV reporter Brady Hellboy. 43-year-old Stockton resident Wesley Brownlee was arrested in connection to the serial killings that left six people dead. The surveillance team followed Brownlee while he was driving. Officers stopped him. Police say he was wearing dark clothing, a mask around his neck, and also carrying a firearm. That firearm appearing to be a handgun based on the photos shared by police. The San Joaquin County District Attorney's Office says they are going to prosecute Brownlee to the fullest extent of the law. They're also trying to determine the appropriate charges. The Houston Astros have won their American League Division Series, beating the Seattle Mariners in the 18th inning, one to nothing, tying the record for the longest game by inning in Major League Baseball's postseason history. It's gotten much harder to buy a home in just the past few months, says CBS's Dunya Bacchus. Inflation, soaring mortgage rates, and record high prices are making it extremely hard for many Americans to buy a home. It is very expensive. Housing affordability is down 29% from a year ago. Consistent Fed rate hikes are also putting pressure on the real estate market. We have seen mortgage rates double in just this year. And in some markets, we are starting to see prices go down from those sky-high levels. Nationwide, home prices soared 43% in two years. But now in cities that had those massive spikes, prices are being slashed. Police have not disclosed a motive for the shooting rampage that they say a 15-year-old boy went on Thursday in Raleigh, North Carolina. Five people were killed. CBS's Elise Preston has more on that massacre. The Wake County District Attorney announced plans to pursue charging the teen suspect as an adult, but did not specify the charges he would face. This would have been different if, if uh, this young man, for whatever reason, did not have access to these weapons. Vice President Kamala Harris tweeted about the tragedy, urging Congress to pass an assault weapons ban. This has been an especially violent week for police across the country. So far, 56 officers killed. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Welcome in. It's 11.03. We're at 64 degrees, October 15th. We're down to the 50s tonight, but a pretty good day overall. Good evening to you. I'm Ralph Fox. Top stories we're following at this hour. The former D.C. deputy mayor is now telling his side of the story after resigning this week. He stepped down after an assault allegation and a police statement 
that said he lived in Falls Church instead of the district, which is required for his now former position. Chris Geldart says he was staying part-time with his family in Falls Church and part-time with a friend in the district. He told the Washington Post, I geo-bachelored. That's slang often used in the military where a family chooses to live in a different location than the service member. Geldart did serve in the Marines. He says he paid part of the rent as well as his D.C. taxes. He didn't talk about the incident that prompted the scrutiny. He's due in court Monday after a man filed a criminal complaint of assault and battery, saying Geldart grabbed his throat in a Gold's Gym parking lot in Arlington. Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. There's new hope that Metro's long-awaited extension to Dulles International Airport will be opening any day now. It's looking likely that the Silverland extension to Dulles will be open for the holiday travel season, hopefully allowing riders to use it by Thanksgiving. Sources that we've been talking to had always hinted at a Halloween time frame opening. NBC4's transportation correspondent, Adam Tuss. Could be around the 31st, could be the first week of November. Tuss got a behind-the-scenes look at what it's like to arrive at Dulles on Metro. It was pretty amazing. And then also just to take a look at the platform itself, the airport station, about how it's going to be for passengers. He's says it's about a five-minute journey. You get off the train, go down escalators, stairs, or elevators, and then a moving walkway brings you to the main terminal. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. 11.05, Arlington County Police say one of their officers shot a man near Sherlington this Friday night. 44-year-old El Amin Muti of Waldorf was armed during the time of the shooting. The department's Ashley Savage says authorities were responding to shots fired on Sherlington Road near South Glebe just after 7.30. As officers were arriving on scene, they could hear the sound of shots being fired. Uh, the officers made contact with the armed suspect when they arrived on scene. They gave the suspect commands to, uh, to drop the weapon. The suspect did not follow the commands of officers and raised that weapon. At that time, an officer discharged their firearm, striking the suspect. The suspect was then taken into custody. He was transported to an area hospital where he's in stable condition. No officers were reportedly injured. Muti has been charged with brandishing and a felon in possession of a firearm. Officials say additional charges are pending. The two officers involved have been placed on administrative leave. It's 11.06. A Virginia state lawmaker is at the center of a controversy over a proposed bill related to young transgender people. Prince William County Delegate Elizabeth Guzman is defending a bill that didn't get much attention when introduced two years ago. It's now at the center of some controversy after what she calls an inaccurate TV report. Guzman described the proposed measure as expanding the definition of child abuse to include physical or mental injury on kids because of their sexual orientation or gender identity. The recent WJLA report said the bill would make it possible for parents to face criminal charges if they don't affirm their child's sexual orientation and gender identity. Guzman responded on Twitter, calling the report misleading. The Washington Post reports House Minority Leader Don Scott Jr. says he spoke with Guzman and she has no intention of introducing the bill. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. A proposal meant to create more affordable housing in Arlington is continuing to spark debate on both sides of the issue. Brian Casabianca told the Arlington Board at Saturday's meeting that rezoning neighborhoods where there are only single-family homes to allow developers to build low-rise multi-unit structures won't lower prices. Building more housing on land will not make new housing more affordable because the biggest cost of housing is land. And land prices rise when upzoning occurs, especially in large metro areas. Charles Day spoke on behalf of those who support the missing middle concept. Please 
Vote to give Arlington more options so more people living here can have a shot at staying here. Average sales price for a single-family home in Arlington now tops $1 million. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, apologies from a Largo restaurant owner and a guilty plea in a D.C. murder case. We'll tell you all about it at 1107. High five. Good job. You finished the book. I was 20 weeks pregnant when I found out I had colon cancer and had to have surgery. The doctors at GW Hospital were able to treat my cancer and help me deliver a healthy baby girl. My care at GW Hospital was excellent. I felt prioritized. Thank you for saving my life and allowing me to be a mother to my daughter. From routine care to life-saving emergencies, we're here for you. The George Washington University Hospital. Physicians are not employees or agents of this hospital. Thanks for the coffee. No problem. With my cash rewards card from Navy Federal Credit Union, I get up to 1.75% cash back. Isn't it 1.5%? Now it's up to 1.75%. That's bigger and better. I bought these scones with my cash back. I love scones. Me too. Scones for everyone. When you sign up for direct deposit, you can earn up to 1.75% cash back with the cash rewards card. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA. 11.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, is Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Ralph. And we're watching the accident scene that was on the outer loop of the Beltway. It looks like it just about cleared up. If you do see some activity there, it's going to be over on the left shoulder as you head over towards I-95 on the outer loop. Just watch out for them there on the left, stay to the right. I-270 looks pretty good. There was reports of a fender bender as you made your way past Montrose Road, though it doesn't seem to be causing any issues any longer in the district. Hearing first reports of an accident scene on the outbound side of 395 should be right after the 3rd Street Tunnel. No delays just yet, but... Take it nice and slow past that area and uh, do avoid any further incident. Down in Virginia, got plenty of work zones already. If you're headed eastbound on 66, you'll see the work crews soon after the exit for 28 in Centerville. You'll have a single lane getting by single file down the center of the roadway as you head past the Fairfax County Parkway on your approach towards 50. To get past 50, things open up again, but don't get too excited because you'll be down to a single lane once again as you head past Nutley Street. You'll be slow towards the Beltway. Silver Diner's fall menu will warm you up. Try their new apple pie, stuffed French toast, or their plant-based oat milk pancakes with blueberries. Learn more at silverdiner.com. Silver Diner, eat well, be well. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Not a storm team for a meteorologist, Samara Theodore. A chilly night with temperatures falling into the low 50s. Mostly clear, though, out there. Plenty of sunshine for your Sunday. Highs on Sunday in the low 70s. Winds do grow calm. Sunday night, we are tracking our next chance for rain. Rumbles of thunder possible as well. Temperatures on Monday will be in the upper 60s with rain during the first half of the day. For your Tuesday, high temperatures will be in the mid to upper 50s, so we're much cooler behind this disturbance. Sunny skies for your Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 52 degrees in Rockville, 54 in Ashburn, 54 in District Heights, and we're still a little warm here at 64. Outside the WTOP studios, it's all brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 11-11. The owner of a popular Largo restaurant is apologizing. The restaurant stayed open after a woman died in the bathroom this on Wednesday. She was found unconscious in the restroom at Jasper's, later pronounced dead. Restaurant staff closed off the area, including the woman's bathroom, to other diners, while the coroner 
and a funeral home came to collect the body. It took them about three hours to do that, however. Jasper's owner, Fred Rosenthal, has apologized to any customers who felt the situation was mishandled. And a district man is pleading guilty to killing another during the near the Mount Vernon Square metro station. Apparently, the defendant lured the victim to that area. 21-year-old William Whitaker of the district pled guilty Friday to a charge of second-degree murder. He had to do with his role in killing 19-year-old Malik Cease in January of 2020. The government maintains that Cease was called to organize a meeting near the Mount Vernon Square Metro. When he got there, a group of people pulled up in a white vehicle and opened fire. Police say Whitaker was part of the Simple City, quote, Avenue crew. The shooting is apparently linked to a gang rivalry. And the U.S. Attorney's Office in Maryland has a new section. It's focused on civil rights and special victims cases. The new section, Civil Rights Work, will focus on hate crimes and discrimination in housing, jobs, and educational opportunities, and work to prevent voter suppression. Maryland's U.S. Attorney says his office's new Civil Rights and Special Victims section has a broad mandate. It'll pursue cases to protect equal opportunities for people, regardless of their race, ethnicity, sex, color, disability, religion, national origin, or sexual orientation. The section also will focus on cases involving Involving child exploitation, human trafficking, and identity theft. Chrissy King, WTOP News. We still don't know why a 15-year-old went on a shooting rampage Thursday in North Carolina when it was over five people were dead, including the alleged shooter's brother. 911 calls released late Friday capture the horror when, according to police, a 15-year-old opened fire in a residential neighborhood in Raleigh, North Carolina. What kind of clothing is he wearing? He's wearing like a camel. He looks like he's like 16. Authorities say five people were killed, including the suspect's 16-year-old brother and an off-duty police officer who was on his way to work. That's CBS News correspondent Elise Preston. After his arrest, the teenage suspect hospitalized in critical condition from an apparently self-inflicted gunshot wound. Coming up on WTOP, the sports page packed today. We've got Brian Alban standing by. With so many uncertainties, you need sound advice and disciplined strategies to help you navigate through these challenging times. Award-winning private wealth advisor Kim Liu Tu has over 25 years of experience and has helped clients reach their financial goals. Her comprehensive financial planning covers everything from investment management to estate, insurance, and tax planning. Kim specially is developing retirement income strategies to help insulate from market volatility. At Generations Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial, our mission is as simple as the ABCs. We advocate for clients, create balance with your current and future needs, all while providing more confidence in your decision-making. Call Kim Liu Tu today at 703-766-2025, extension 111. That's 703-766-2025, extension 111. Visit GWMFinancialPlanners.com to learn more today. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Ameriprise Financial Inc. and its affiliates do not offer tax or legal advice. Consumers should consult their tax advisor or attorney regarding their specific situation. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. The dark web can be like a restaurant for identity thieves. Hi, ready to order? I'll have the driver's license number. Great, that comes with a home address or a birth date. Ooh, both, please. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Identity theft protection starts here. Smith & Wesson is committed to empowering Americans no matter what. 
With inflation hitting everywhere, we've decided to make a change. Now, you can buy a Smith & Wesson Shield Plus, our most popular concealed carry firearm, at an all-new low price, $100 off MSRP. We're absorbing the costs and passing along the savings to you so you don't have to compromise on personal security. Visit smithandwesson.com to find a Shield Plus near you. Smith & Wesson. Always expect the best. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 11-15 is Brian Albin. And after an 0-2 start to the season, the Capitals were in need of getting back on track, and T.J. Oshie helped them do that. And the second effort only gets into the blue line. Capitals hold their ground, keep it in. Here's Ovechkin shooting, a save, rebound on Montembeau. Oshie gets in and scores! John Walton with the call on 1500 AM as Oshie scored his first and the team's first power play goal of the season. The Caps erased a 1-0 deficit to win it 3-1 over Montreal. Darcy Kemper, 21 saves in the win. It's been a crazy day on the diamond as well. It started with the Phillies advancing to the NLCS after an 8-3 win over Atlanta, which featured the first postseason inside the park home run in five years from JT Real Muto. Then in Seattle, the Astros swept the Mariners in 18 innings on a Jeremy Pena home run. It was the longest a playoff game had ever remained scoreless and matches the record for longest postseason game is now four times the 18th inning has been reached in October and then just moments ago in Cleveland the Yankees had a 5-3 lead entering the bottom of the ninth but then with the bases loaded in a 5-4 game for Cleveland's Oscar Gonzalez from the set and the 1-2 hit up the middle a base hit the tying runner scored here comes Rosario with the winning run Bob Costas, the call on TBS. Cleveland now leads that series two games to one. Top of the third in San Diego. Dodgers have a 2-0 lead on San Diego trying to save alive and force a game five in that series. I'm Brian Albin, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following for you here at WTOP. President Biden will deliver remarks at the Howard Theater on Tuesday. He's set to speak about abortion rights at an upcoming Democratic National Committee event. And the Georgia Senate race is still a toss-up. Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock travel, traded jabs over various issues in a debate that at times got personal. Two volunteer soldiers on Saturday opened fire on their fellow Russian comrades at a military firing range near Ukraine. Eleven Russian soldiers were killed, 15 wounded. Russia is calling it a terrorist attack. Stay with us here at WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 1118. Traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, there's Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Ralph. Of course, we're watching 66. Plenty of work zones already. Starters on the westbound side of 66. Between the Capitol Beltway and over towards just about Nutley Street is where you're going to see the brake lights. That's for the work zone. Only letting by a single lane along the left-hand side. As far as uh, the westbound side of 66 is concerned, basically, once you get past that work zone, you will be up to speed all the way out towards the Haymarket area. In fact, if you're doing any traveling, uh, it's smooth sailing all the way out towards 81. Now, if you're headed on the eastbound side, they are working after Route 28. As you make your way just past Stringfellow is where you're going to see those 
cones, you should have just a single lane getting by down the center of the roadway. Now, that may change throughout the night. They like to go back and forth uh, with these work zones. But for now, you only have that single lane down the center. A little slow, but not too bad as you head towards Route 50. Now, as you head past 123, it's going to be a similar story once again. Between Nutley Street and the Beltway, you'll have just that single lane getting by as well. And it is a tad slower there as you head over towards the Beltway itself. The earlier accident scene we had on the outer loop of the Beltway near I-95 officially gone. Not seeing any delays through that area. We were hearing about an accident scene on the westbound outbound side of 395 near the 3rd Street Tunnel. Looks like if it was there, it has been taken care of, so no longer any issue there. Northbound DC 295, a little slow from Pennsylvania Avenue up towards East Capitol Street. No reports of any work zones or anything like that. Looks like you just got a little extra volume there headed northbound. Paraton, doing the can't be done for national security because our way of life depends on it. Visit Paraton.com for more info. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Not a storm team for meteorologist Samara Theodore. Temperatures climb into the low 70s for your Sunday, but before that, they're dropping into the 50s tonight. So if you're spending a night out in the town, dress warmly. It'll be a cool night, even though it was a warm day, mostly clear tonight. Still pretty windy as well, making it feel chillier at times. Tomorrow, winds grow calm, mostly sunny, highs low 70s. Rain moves in Sunday night. Monday showers stick around through the first half of the day, drying out by the back end. Highs in the upper 60s. And Tuesday and Wednesday look great. Mostly sunny both days, but much cooler. Highs only in the mid-50s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 54 degrees out in Upper Marlboro. 53 down in Centerville. 62 in the nation's capital. And it is 64 here outside the WTOP studios. It's all brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, speed cameras coming to a new spot in our region. We'll tell you about that and more. Stay with us. It is 1121. Meet Kyogen's Associate Director, Ray Blanchard, on how Montgomery County helped Kyogen expedite its life sciences growth. We're working within Montgomery County allowed us to continue to build out rather quickly the manufacturing facility that we had. The county was very understanding in the urgency of the pandemic response and helped us get permittings in place and help build this out quickly. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation. What powers Montgomery County is a thriving life sciences hub with global reach. Leaders like Kyogen, one of 400-plus innovative companies creating scientific breakthroughs that improve human health and save lives. We are home to the NIH and FDA and partnerships that spur critical discoveries. To launch your business in the immunology capital next to the nation's capital, go to thinkmoco.com or reach out, connect at thinkmoco.com. What do you have for us today, Charlotte? Charlotte is the little sister of the tooth fairy. Charlotte is the junk fairy. If you have stuff in your shed that you haven't used in the past 12 months... Yes? You're not storing stuff? You've got junk. Turn your storage shed into a shed that you can use again. Give yourself some space to maneuver. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. We make junk disappear. All you have to do is point. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.COM. Are you short on time but not on ambition? University of Maryland Global Campus can help. Start by transferring up to 90 credits from previous coursework, military, or work experience and apply them towards a bachelor's degree. Plus, we offer online and hybrid courses, affordable tuition, and personalized advising to help you reach your goals. Now's the time to succeed again. Undergraduate courses start October 19th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. This 
is WTOP News. It's 11:23 in 2020. The the state of Virginia made it legal to install speed cameras in school and highway work zones. The Alexandria City Council has now voted unanimously to approve them. Here in Alexandria, five school zones will be getting speed enforcement cameras. If the cameras catch you going at least 10 miles an hour over the speed limit, it would mean a fine of up to $100. It would not count as a conviction and would not go on to records that affect insurance rates. Signs will need to be posted within 1,000 feet of the cameras to warn that they're being used. You could challenge a ticket if you weren't driving, but you'd have to say who was behind the wheel. The school zones that will get the speed cameras are still to be determined. In Alexandria, Neil Orgenstein, WTLP News. Maryland State Police investigating the death of an 89-year-old man after a crash on Route 40 in Frederick. This just after 9 o'clock last night. They say Donald Reinecke tried to cross Route 40 from Harmony Road. The driver of a pickup truck went through the intersection and hit his car. Reinecke died on impact. The driver of the truck airlifted to shock trauma in Baltimore. Maryland State Police continuing to investigate. And Metro riders still waiting for the full return of the agency's sidelined rail cars. But Metro is apparently having trouble getting the ones that they do have back on running. The number of 7,000 series trains that can be run right now is governed by the Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission. We have a thought inside of our plan that the WMSC approved to run 20. However, we can never actually fully run 20. Metro GM Randy Clark says instead, because of several other safety commission rules, they can only field 16 of the trains right now. Metro Board Chair Paul Smedberg seemed to take issue with the safety commission's thinking overall. We actually had a plan approved based on safety, not process, but based on safety that we could to really improve our ridership and clear customer experience. John Aaron, WTOP News. It's 1125. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Lisa Mateo. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Younger generations are making closed captioning cool. A new survey from language teaching app Preply shows about 70% of Gen Z and 53% of millennials said they watch content with text most of the time. The company's campaigns manager, Daniela Sicardi, explains why the feature intended for those with hearing loss is seeing a shift. One of them is that audio seems to be more muddled on some shows. The second, we hypothesize that apps like TikTok and YouTube Shorts and Instagram have reduced the people's attention span. Add to that difficult to understand accents. To meet us in war and bicker leaves us over for each other as equals to the UK. Like the Scottish brogue used in Netflix's Outlander. I don't know about the rest of you, but I fail to understand a single word the creature said. <laughs> we suspect that in the future, streaming services will automatically have that option on and you have to turn it off rather than turn it on. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Lisa Mateo on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, we'll have the latest on the Georgia Senate race. And President Biden is scheduled to make an appearance in the nation's capital this Tuesday, it's 1126. You can be Latino and not speak Spanish. You can be Latino even if others believe you don't look Latino. Today, more than ever, there's no one way of defining what it means to be Latino. But there is one way of defining how to make our community stronger. Being unidos. Because being unidos is the best way to create more and better opportunities for all of us. Unidos U.S., the largest Latino civil rights organization in the United States. Join us. Visit unidosus.org. 
veterans, you may have earned a variety of VA benefits. Did you know? This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.